MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It is Kelly Vidlin. Um, still to come this hour, Christy Andrews revealing two more names in Spanky Sports Gambling Hall of Fame as part of Bet Bash this summer in August. Uh, he will be inducting 10 names total into the Sports Gambling Hall of Fame. Three have already been announced. Those names, of course, the Giants, Billy Walters, Roxy Roxborough, Lefty Rosenthal. Chrissy will announce names four and five on the show coming up. He knew them both personally. So we'll look forward to that. Uh, Mark Borchard uh, standing by here to talk some baseball with us. And we'll try to everything that we didn't get to in the first hour that we wanted to NBA Finals MVP, uh, maybe some NBA draft stuff. We'll try to squeeze in here as well. There's just so much else going on. One of <laughs> the live the live PGA merger. And I'm saying it that way just because I think live got just got the best of all of this. Um, that's the big news this morning. Just could you read that one sentence from the from. Moynihan's yeah, letter. Is, Jay Monahan sent a letter to all the players and kind of detailing how some of this is going to work, even though there are a lot of things still to be determined, as he notes in here, which I, I, I don't know. That's what I have a lot of questions about with the release of this stuff. I don't, Phil Mickelson was very active on Twitter uh, this past weekend. I'm wondering if the tours were getting concerned. He would announce something maybe out of a... <laughs> Shut up, Phil. Yeah, exactly, uh, where they wanted to make the announcement themselves. So th- these couple notes... Um, from Monaghan uh, on the tour that will – it will be a new tour. Just give me the Saudi part, yeah. Yeah, it will be a new tour that they're all pouring money into. Uh, we will work cooperatively to establish a fair and objective process for any player's desire to reapply for membership of the PGA Tour and DP World Tour after this season. Complicated endeavor, plenty to figure out. Uh, in addition to the financial investment in the new entity, so the new league that will be created – for an equity stake, the public investment fund will make a financial investment to become a premier corporate sponsor of the PGA oh Tour and DP God. World Tour. Dude. Public that's... investment fund will make an additional investment to the new entity that will allow us to build an even stronger and more robust commercial business together. So the PGA Tour now is fine taking Saudi money. They are fine taking that money now. Good God. I believe it was the great what cool, a day. I believe it was the great cool Modi who once said, "Money talks, BS walks." 
Chuck. And I stalk like a hawk. My victory is Chuck. And uh, yeah, for golf fans out there, we uh, ra- we do have a live long shots uh, show today. A, a pop in long shots. Yeah, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific time here on Visa. We were uh, planning on looking into the Canadian Open this week, but I kind of have a feeling this will be pushed back a little yeah, bit. It took a turn. Let's talk some baseball. Mark Borcher joins us now from undisclosed location somewhere in the desert. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good, Gil. You know, you were talking about some old song, and it made me think there was a guy named Woo for the Mariners that started on Saturday. And ever since I saw his name, it's been killing me to ask you if you remember the Woo 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 song of course. by Jeffrey Osborne. Oh, not... I knew you would know that. Okay, yeah. that's that. The Woo 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 song, which was, uh, what was it called? You Should Be Mine. And in, and in parentheses, Woo Woo Woo. That was a big hit in 1986. Massive R&B hit. Yeah. I think it crossed over, wow. too. Um, okay, so you answer my question. Yeah, yeah. Bingo card, Jeffrey Osborne on this show today, uh, Kelly. Uh, basewinner.com, Basewinner podcast, at Basewinner. That's where you can find Mark. Uh, beginning of the show today, or at least in the first segment, I talked about Luis Arias hitting 399 after last night, three for four performance. And just in the betting markets, he's 75 to one to win the National League. And I talked about how, you know, when Miggy Cabrera won the Triple Crown in 2012, because it had been 45 years, you had to give it to him. They did. Then you can bring in the Trout metrics the following year because it was also those two guys, and they did. Trout won in 2013. And this is one of these historical things because we're baseball nerds when it comes down to it. I wear that proudly. I would love to see a chase for 400 this summer. But there's been nine guys through the first 61 team games. Arias has played 56. But through the first 61 team games of his season, there's been nine guys since Ted Williams hit 406 in 1941 that have actually had better averages than Arias did. None of them got to 400. Tony Gwynn was the closest at 394 in the strike-shortened year of 94. Um, I came to the conclusion that 75-1 to 1 is not a good bet. One, because I think it's unlikely he does, obviously, mathematically. But even if he did... Even if he did, let's say he finished the season 401. Do we have enough baseball purists and people who would lean on that history and the fact that this is this unbelievable thing that it would trump every other player's accomplishments this year? What do you think? I would hope that we do. I would yeah, hope so, I, I, but I don't think so. It's the hardest thing to do in, in sports. If you, if you are successful 30% of the time throwing a football you're gone. If you're successful hitting, hitting a shot 30% of the time in basketball, you're gone. 330% of the time getting a hit in, in baseball is hall of fame stuff. So it's the hardest thing. And if it doesn't happen, then it's going to irritate me. But would, uh, would, you, would you bet it 75 to one or not? Yeah, I would. Absolutely. You it's would. Fun. It's a fun bet. It yeah, is a fun a, bet. Know, I give you that. Fun I, bet. I yeah. wanted to say that in the first segment to us. If you're looking for something fun, that you don't necessarily think is going to cash. Because really, all it's, he goes out today and tomorrow, he goes 0 for 4 and 0 for 5. We're not even having this discussion anymore because we're still early enough in the season where that will, like, drop his average precipitously. But if, it's, but if you want something to follow all summer long and it, it even just lasts through July, let's say, man, that's an awesome bet to have just from, a, from an entertainment standpoint. Fun, though. I tell you what, there's been a lot of fun stuff in baseball this season and and that's certainly adding to the fun gill yeah he's 66 points just to give you a notion of qualified hitters he's 66 points above the second place guy in major league baseball uh which happens to be in the american league in boba but just to give you an idea how outlying this is and this 
just for, for baseball people who love the sport, who really still love it, this does conjure up 1977 Rod Carew and 1980 George Brett. So it's one of these great moments, and I hope it lasts 75 to 1. Not quite enough for me, but if you're looking for entertainment, Borchard's yeah, all, all about he it. He personally, yeah. He personally reminds me a lot of Rod Carew. He just flicks the ball out mm-hmm. there, and that's hard to defend. I mean, if you're spraying the ball all over the place, that's tough to defend. So I, I'm I'm wishing that he does it. I hope that he does it. It'd be fun. Rod Carew, leaflet, what do you like today? Well, I'm going to play the under in this Astros-Blue Jays game. Both of these pitchers are really good by my ratings. Uh, in fact, I've got uh, uh, Gaussman in the in third in baseball uh, with a 55 base winner number. You guys, you look at both of these guys' strikeout percentage. They're over 30 last 150 plate appearances. And I just think that uh, I'd like to play these under. I think eight's a good number. You got to lay a little bit of juice, minus 118. Uh, Both teams' bullpens, too, I I do like, especially Houston's bullpen. I think that they're the best in baseball. Under eight, you said there? Under eight, minus 118 is what I just got. All right. What else you got? Um, I'm going to play the Phillies and the Yankees in a parlay. I know people love it when I do this. Uh, <laughs> Fezzik is, is laughing right now. Yes, that's right. I mean, gosh, you know, I like this Yankees team to go over their win total. I think that they're, you know, it's, 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 it's a tip. Both teams, really high payrolls, good, good analytics, in my opinion. Uh, so they have a lot of money and they've got good analytics and they're good teams. And that's kind of, kind of the way I, I, I look at both of these teams kind of from a macro standpoint. Uh, but, but they're playing, uh, I don't know. I, I've got, I've got the Yankees at my, I've got them at a minus two forty favorite. I really like Schmidt. I've got him 76 base winner number, a uh, good strikeout percentage, 26.7 last one fifty. Uh, Walker. I don't like as much, but this Detroit, uh, offense is, is, is poor. I have them ranked worst in baseball. And, uh, you put these guys in a parlay, uh, minus 174 for Philly. Uh, minus 151 for Yankees, and you get plus 148. So those are my two plays today. Yeah, yeah. let me clarify the Fezzik comment. He loves you. He thinks you're the smartest guy in the world. And then he goes, but then at the end, he gives me a Yankees-Dodgers parlay. <laughs> so this one's He loves it. He, he yeah. gets, he, he's, a, he's in the MLB <laughs> show every day, so, yeah. so we love him. Over there, he so. loves you guys, both uh, you and uh, Jason Weingarten, who do the Bet US show. Uh, okay, then was that it for today, by the way? Anything else? Those are the two best those plays. Are the two. Yeah, those are... Okay, so Yankees-Phillies parlay and then the under in the Astros game. What about where we're roughly at the 60 game mark? So again, halfway in between Q1 and Q2. So three eighths of the way through the season. What's the best season long bet on the board right now? Whether it's an award, whether it's a future, whether it's an adjusted season win total, what do you like that's out there? I'll give you a couple adjusted win totals because I was able to get those off of Caesar. You told me to go to Caesars yes. and get them. And yes, did. I did. So they, I ran the simulations. And the team that I think is going to go under, the most likely team to go under, are the Brewers. I've got, I mean, this is a huge, they're 86.5 win total. I've got them at 75.2. So that's the the team in a negative. Burns has been awful. Burns is a league average pitcher at best right now. So, and then if you look at their other pitcher, you know, you take take a look at uh, the, the Brewers pitching. You've got Burns, Hauser, Ray, Julio Tehran and Freddie Peralta has, has not, you know, he hasn't been good either. So like, I mean, you, you just, I mean, I can't believe Tehran's back in the league, but anyway, that's my best. That's the best one. That's the best one for under best one for over. You're going to like this one. I like the A's uh, winning 51 games. They're priced at 
44. Like, that's just too low of a price. So it's not because I love the A's. It's just like 44 is too low, and they've, well, they've had some. This is the thing we've discussed more than any other bet all year, right? Like, the A's are just historically bad. And the and the adjusted season win total keeps dropping, keeps dropping, keeps dropping. And to this point, I mean, take take your guy Fezzik, right? He has a cascade of under betters, of under bets rather, on them. As the number has gone down, he's just kept betting it under. But you're saying this is too much. You've got it at 51. Now, if I asked you how are they going to get to 51, what do you say to me? Well, I mean, if you look at their uh, weighted runs created plus, I mean, it's not great, but it's like it's fifth in baseball. I think their XFIP minus 129. I think it's going to get better. I mean, you got pitchers that are rated. There's five sets of ratings in fan graphs, and they're they're rated a lot better than a 129 XFIP minus. I mean, not I maybe mean, not a lot, but a little bit better. So I think they should have 18 wins so far. They only have 12 just okay. from a luck standpoint. And so for all those reasons, I, I think that's why. You always have your reasoning. That's all we require. Mark, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Pleasure, Mark, Gil. Mark Borchard at BaseWinner, BaseWinner.com. We'll come back. NBA Finals MVP. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Don't forget, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Not just some of the action, all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way that VEASAN is here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. A um, few sort of loose ends here on a morning when uh, the big story, obviously, is the PGA and Live Tours merging. DP Tour in there as well. The NFL, because Kelly, we have said this every time this has come up now. Isn't this going to happen all the time? We're talking both NFL and when this happens in college football, too. And all the time is a vague term, but uh, it's kind of happening all the time. The NFL is investigating Indianapolis Colts' corner and kick returner Isaiah Rogers for possible violations of the league's gambling policy. Rogers, a six-round pick, is entering the final year of a four-year, $3.4 million contract. The sportsbook account was opened under the name of an associate of Rogers. He had associates, Kelly. Sources say approximately 100 bets were placed on the account over an undisclosed amount of time, including on Colts games, the sources said. 
That's his team. Most of the bets were in the $25 to $50 range, although there was at least one low four-figure bet. (laughs) Four-figure bet. One low four-figure bet. Rodgers started nine games in 2022, was seen as the likely starter this year, following the trade of Stephon Gilmore to the Cowboys, and now it looks like the Colts may have, if there is a suspension, uh, they may have to insert rookie cornerback Julius Brents, the second-round pick back in April, into the starting lineup. So, Kelly, uh, there's a couple things here. One, yes, this is going to happen all the time. And two, and here's where it gets gray area for me. Because I understand it's the principle we're talking about. But he's betting 25 to 50 bucks. I hear you. Is, we... it is it bad? I thought the same thing. He's been, I guess this is what I'm saying. It is a principle. I get it. It doesn't matter. To them, it probably doesn't matter in principle if it's $25 or $2,500. But the, the upshot of these stories is, is that somehow he's this awful guy, right? Like if you, the layman who hears this, right? Your girlfriend who's not into sports is going to be like, oh, I can't believe he bet. Now, he bet, he didn't bet against his team, but this gets back to the old Pete Rose thing, Right where he said, I never bet against my team. And the response of Major League Baseball was, yeah, but what about the nights you didn't bet on your team? Which could apply to Isaiah Rogers here, too. What about the days you didn't bet on the Colts? So that, that's their counter, because I know you were saying off-air, wait, he only bet on his team. That's the counter for that. But I don't know. What, I mean, we what, don't, what know. are we talking about here, though? And we don't know yet, right? I don't, I don't believe I've seen any more details on whether he bet – that there, he was what on the report it's he bet on he did bet on Colts games allegedly yeah but we don't know for or against right oh, well if it's against that's a whole different story yeah but even if it's if it's for and I get it I mean it's the golden rule right you can't the the NFL doesn't want or any sports league doesn't want these lines blurred in any way but I just feel like this is going to happen over and over and over again and it's one thing if it's Isaiah Rogers no offense to Isaiah Rogers who's a fine player. But if the name were to get bigger, are we to believe that the NFL will absolutely make an example of someone who's actually more impactful than this? I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah. And that's where, but like, that's the part where I think the money, like it matters to me. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why, but it matters to me. Pick a starting quarterback. I don't want to name names because then people always say, well, hey, Gil said this. No, I didn't say that. Pick a starting quarterback in the NFL. What happens if Josh the Josh Allen? Why you got to do that? <laughs> Just say. Don't, I was saying. Don't say a name. <laughs> I'm saying whatever quarterback you pick. Do you think if it happens the week before Kelly blurts out a name? Do you think if it happens the week before the NFL would actually have the cojones to suspend a guy? I don't know that they would. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. If that's the case, I hope everyone is treated yeah. equally. But I don't know. I think we're I think we're gonna have like you said, this is not gonna be the last one we're gonna see. We've been saying that all along. Yeah, man. Um it's gonna I, ha- oh over and over. They're gonna have to set a you know a yes. precedent and and really and now we've seen I mean, this is pretty similar to the Calvin Ridley one, I guess, right? Like this is yeah. uh you you're Ridley betting, got Ridley got a year. He got a year. He got a year. Now, like, I, so what was that? He was betting a few grand, right? And now we're talking 20, 50 bucks. Does that difference matter? I don't know. Like, a grand to Calvin Ridley is like $20 to you, like you and me, or less, right? But that ain't the point. It's not, I know it's yeah. not the point, but, but it, but it it's somehow from, but matters. From, but from our vantage point, because we do this every day, it's hard to ignore that point. And there's also, like, the other side of that, where in my, the other part of my head is saying, 
how big of a moron do you have to be, Isaiah <laughs> Rogers, to bet? Like, what is essentially like you betting two dollars at the South Point Sportsbook here, Gil? Yes. And like, and then being fired from you it. know fired from your job. That's it, sir. That two dollars, bad like, decision. What are you doing, man. You know how my mom used to pronounce moron, or still does? Moron. She can't say moron. <laughs> He's a moron, Gil. Um. Some of these guys, man, like, take Ubers when you've been drinking. Like, come on. Like, let's not do these stupid, idiotic things every day. It is so stupid because they, I mean, that's the that's the cardinal sin. That's the golden rule. But then in the end, it's like it's all legalized now. And so it becomes a stranger alchemy to then police. I still get it, but you understand now it's le- And so it's it's just a whole thing. Like I said, I'm just going to end it on this. When it's a big name, get back to me. Then I'll be like, oh, now this is interesting. Uh, NBA Finals. Tyler Hero is still uncertain. That's the word for game three. I'm telling you, Kelly, I don't think he's playing. Now, part of the thing is his hand was supposedly sore after warm-ups, which is believable. It's plausible. But I am of the camp where I'm like, I wouldn't insert him into the lineup. I would not. I also think the fact that the, the Heat won that game matters too, right? Like there's as far as a desperation. Right, if you were down people, 0-2. Right, if you're down 0-2, I think it's a different level. Why would you mess with this? Now, again, Eric Spolter, Eric Spolter's smarter than, than I am. But I just, boy, I wouldn't put him in. Even in spurts because he's such a defensive liability. And you're taking shots away from guys like Vincent and Martin who have done so well. Nuggets, two-and-a-half-point favorites, game number three in Miami. Tomorrow night, total is 215. How about NBA Finals MVP after two games? Do we have any insight on this? Where Nikola Jokic is minus 265 and Jimmy Butler remains the short shot for the Heat, but just barely. He's plus 475. That reflects the Heat still being dogs in this series. Bam is plus 550. Mm -hmm. And then everybody else is 40 to 1 or longer, including the Jabal Murrays of the world. What's the bet? I think it's tough right now, but if you you had one of those forty to ones on Bam before the series started, man, you're feeling good. I, I mean, he's he's played arguably the best on anybody in these first two games. Yeah, but as we again, as we saw in the Eastern Conference Finals, will that matter? I think Bam's a big enough name that he could that that's that part's not going to play a role. All right, let me ask it this way: But if Jimmy Butler has a signature game or yes. a signature stretch of a game it doesn't even he doesn't even have to have a sig- <laughs> he doesn't even have to have a signature game if he just has a flurry at the end of a game where he puts the team on his shoulders and like scores their final eight points then it switches right back to him okay so like last game he i would argue he kind of did that so if if jimmy butler has four more games like he did in game two oh, forget you, four are you giving it to him if he has two more games and okay. Bam is good, but not like otherworldly good. Haven't we learned our lesson here? Especially, you know what also helps I, I Jimmy Butler? The, what did you, we say, though, before? I, the gonna, series price is plus 400? Like, you're not betting either of these guys. Why, why would no, you that? No, why would that? you? You, you wouldn't. just bet the series price. Well, that's the, that's the biggest point. On principle, you shouldn't. By the way, the Heat are plus 225 now. But I guess what I'm saying, let me just say one more thing about the MVP. That comment that Jimmy Butler, remember, these are human beings. This is not a math bet. Right. Or, or, you know, these are human beings betting on this. That comment that Jimmy Butler made 
when Bam held the trophy after the Eastern Conference final, did he did he hold the trophy and, and Jimmy was like, No, I'll hold the next one? Was it the was it the champion was it the Eastern Conference trophy or was it the what was that trophy? I guess it was that. Yeah. And he's like, No, I'll hold the next one. Somehow I think that comment again just solidifies in voters' heads, oh, he's the guy. And that will that sway enough votes? I think it will. That's how that's how nebulous and subjective all of this is. Plus 225 on the Heat right now, tied at one game apiece. Are you in Drew's camp where you're like secretly hoping that Miami wins game three and then you'll you'll rush to bet Denver? Because I think if Miami wins game three, people are going to be like, I'm not betting Denver. I, you know, I think we had the conversation more off air, but I'm like, I think the answer to that question depends on how much money you've lost betting against the Heat so far. <laughs> we haven't said this on air. <laughs> and you've lost a lot. I'm in that camp. So, yeah. no, I... I Respect Drew's resilience. He will. He will not, have. I do resilience. not think I will be running to bet the the Denver Nuggets in the series. Yeah, he is. will. He will actually bet it. I take him at his word. But you, you've had your fill. This team just it they keeps broke your doing brain. Amazing things that you can't really explain, bro. Even I, I told you as much as I've been on the magic carpet ride. Even before this series, I'm like, well, this is not going to happen. This series, and here we are, one game apiece. I mean, three games away from just unbelievable. NBA history for the eighth seed. Christy Andrews joins us. Two names, two more names to be inducted into Spanky Sports Gambling Hall of Fame. Christy knew him personally. It's next. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. For VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access, become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only $9.99 at VSIN. Dot com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander, ladies and gentlemen, and now a very special edition of Kicking It with Chrissy. Chrissy Andrews, my bitch profile. Can I kick it? I wish I could have designed that I don't know if you'll do this, but like when I was a kid, and they would have like, let's take a show like Different Strokes, okay. right, with Gary Coleman. If it was like, the, you know, they'd have like, oh, haha, episodes five, six, seven in a row. And then like the one where like Todd Bridges or who did it? Willis. The one where Willis was like, took drugs, like, like oh, yeah. grabbed, it was right. sold drugs at school. They would, the promo would be like, and now for a very special edition of Different Strokes. The very special comedies. <laughs> I hated those. <laughs> very special oh, episode on. of Different Strokes. Yeah, right. A real life lesson here. Uh, all right. Well, this is a very special. No, no, by the way, well, this, this is a good one. This is a good That's special a good, edition. Yeah. yeah, it has nothing to do with nobody's going to be in tears. I don't think at the end of this. No. So, so let's just set the stage again. Spanky was kind enough to come on the show yesterday, um, and he was talking about Bet Bash. Now, Bet Bash Three is happening at Circa in August, August eighth through eleventh. BetBash.co for all the ticket information for Bet Bash. And I, I was not at the original Bet Bash, but I was at Bet Bash Two. I was honored to uh, moderate one of the panels. It is the greatest conference of any kind one could imagine in sports betting. Um, it was just everybody was there. Chrissy, you were there. All the all the greats like yourself were there. And it was just, it, it's worth the price just for the networking. Forget the panels, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the panels, which are awesome. But just for the networking, it's worth it. It's a who's who of sports betting. So August 8th through 11th at Bet Bash. And one of the, or the biggest development of this year's Bet Bash 3 is that Spanky has decided to start his Sports Gambling Hall of Fame, 
which is massive. And three names have already been announced. And they are, the again, the Babe Ruth and the Ty Cobb and the Walter Big Train Johnson, which is uh, Billy Walters and Roxy Roxborough, your friend, my friend, and, of course, Lefty Rosenthal. Those are the three names that have been announced. You have the honor here on this show today. Yeah. We are honored to have you have the honor of announcing names four and five. And you, the difference with you and everyone else is, Chris, you know all these people. I know these guys. And that's why Spanky wanted me to introduce them. You know, so, uh, you know. Uh, should we get started here? Please, Let's absolutely. Start. Well, I would take exception to one thing you said. Uh-oh. I have Babe Ruth. You have Babe Ruth. I have That's Babe Ruth. That's true. You do. I have Babe Ruth. You do, actually. Well, let's start with Babe Ruth. Okay. Also known as Bob Martin. Bob Martin. Bob Martin. And I had the pleasure through through my Uncle Jack. And we were... My father passed away in 1970. My Uncle Jack got indicted in 1970 for betting, you know, all kind of crazy stuff. Beat all the indictments, by the way. Uh, but moved to Vegas then. And uh, he was, you know, like a second father to me. And we were flying us back and forth from Pittsburgh to Las Vegas, you know, quite often. Uh, me and my cousin Zach, uh, Jack's son. And we were fortunate enough that my Uncle Jack would bring us to lunch with some of the luminaries of, the, of our, our world. And uh, Zach and I both were smart enough to keep our mouths shut <laughs> and listen to what these guys said. And we talked all the time, like, this was the business we wanted to go into from the time we were probably 10 years old. I said, well, you know, with the education we're getting, there, there'd be no excuse to not succeed in this business, except it'd be on us for being a bunch of idiots. You know? But we were learning at the feet of the masters, and the master was Bob Martin. And Bob was kind enough to share knowledge with us uh, about the bookmaking industry. Now, he also handicapped, and he, he did some betting as well, you know, but he was primarily a bookmaker and talked about everything from setting the line to managing the money, you know, to paying and collecting, all sorts of things. I mean, that, like I said, he, he is, without a doubt, the Babe Ruth of this industry. Isn't the headline of Bob Martin that, you know, here, for those of us who who live in this day and age, we, you know, okay, well, those lines emanate from offshore, and right. then they're copied. But Bob Martin, a, the line, the betting line, yeah. didn't come from anyone else but this one human being. Right. And that's, you know, when you say, what was, it? like, now you say, what was, what's the opening line? Okay, well, you know, Circa opened at this, Westgate did this, you know, Offshore, Chris did this, Pinnacle did this, you know, might have a myriad of different lines, and they're probably fairly close. But back in the day, when you said, what was the opening line? It was Bob Martin's opening line. How did Bob Martin become that guy? First of all, Bob, <laughs> I heard somebody describe him once, if you saw Bob, he looked almost like a Dr. Seuss character. I mean, he might have, like, a, a striped... You know, a pinstripe suit and a plaid shirt. He never wore a tie. He never wore a tie. But he he looked like halfway comical, you know, just the way he was. And the thing was, too, if you knew Bob, he was a total ball buster and hilarious. One of the funniest guys you'd ever meet. But he had that brilliant mind. And, and I always said, you know, guys who are really, really funny are smart. Absolutely. They're smart. And that was Bob. He had a knowledge just a wealth of knowledge. We didn't have computers back in those days. There was no Google or anything like that. He kept all those records, you know, by hand. You know, I don't even think he had an assistant. But he, he just had, like, such a depth of knowledge with uh, football primarily, but I'd say basketball as well. And when you talked about what was the opening line, 
was Bob Martin for football and basketball. And I know today, and it's because, and I've had sort of a, you know, a di- disagreement with some of the guys who just closing CLV, closing live. That's the only thing that matters. And, you know, like I said, that's something that's become the truth. Back in the day, if Bob Martin opened a game six and you wound up taking seven and a half, I don't care where it closed. He says, well, Bob made a game six. I'm taking seven and a half. You know, I, it, believe me, you did pretty good. You know, it, was, it was closing Bob Martin. Yeah, it was. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you're going with, you know, Bob opened at six. Yeah. I'm taking seven and a half. You know, I'm going to I think I'm going to be OK. Bob Martin to be inducted in the sports gambling okay. hall. Of Let Fame. me. T- this is how influential Bob Martin was. And this is a true story. He ran Churchill Downs. Now, this is back in the day. We just had the grease board. Churchill Downs. He's not. Chrissy is not referring to Churchill Downs in Kentucky. Right. These are how the sports books were named back in the yeah, day. Yeah, this was the biggest sports book in Las Vegas was Churchill Downs. There's other ones. There was the Saratoga. There's the Rose Bowl. There's Santa Anita the Del Mar, all kinds. But Churchill Downs was the place. And that was Bob who set the line there and was he he ran the joint. <laughs> so this was an obscure game. I think it was I, I think they told me it was Miami of Ohio playing Toledo. And this is in college basketball. And I'm this part I'm making up. Toledo was like a seven point favorite. Bob gets on the phone and he's talking, nodding his head. Yeah, sure. Okay. Goes out Goes to the board. Toledo was a seven-point favorite. He makes it three. Just sits down. <laughs> they had the, the phone, the bank of pay phones outside, which were the most profitable, and I'm not joking, the most profitable pay phones in the United States. Everybody ran to the phone, you know, taking the seven, taking the seven, taking the seven, because Bob made it three. They came back in five minutes later. Bob erased the three, went back to seven. <laughs> Just, just to mess with people. Just, just to mess with Because he could. Because he could. And that what shows you the influence. Because if Bob said the game was seven, it's seven. If Bob said the game's three, it's three. <laughs> and, he went, and it was one of those, he just would be that kind of a guy. For historical sake, what would you say is the year range where Bob Martin was the, the guy who generated lines globally? Uh, I'd say from the early 60s through uh the the mid to late 80s whoa what a run yeah he, no bob was the guy and he find you know he like you know like it's gonna happen to all of us he got old and sick and sure you know and he actually did a stint in prison but he was uh funny about you know the way he did it you know, just even talking to bob uh one of the things was uh he, he said you know because i mean listen he was in with you know congressmen and judges and you know, white-collar criminals. He said, geez, I hated getting out in the middle of October. I was getting six to five from all these guys. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably true. Uh, and the other thing was uh, when the Supreme Court, you know, finally decided in his favor, somebody bet him that it would be 9-0 in his favor. And he bet against it because one guy, I can't remember the judge, so he won eight to one. He says, I can't believe it. I middled the Supreme Court decision. Betting on his own Supreme Court <laughs> that, ruling. That was Bob. I mean, what was the charge, by the way? Do you remember specifically? Probably bookmaking. You know, I can't remember Some, exactly. But he actually went to prison. And I, you know, we, and I knew him well enough that we corresponded while he was in prison. You know, and wow. he, he, 
you know, I mean, he gave me a wedding present and, you know, all, all that sort of stuff. But I was, like I said, smart enough to keep my mouth shut and listen to what Bob Martin had to say. The beauty of so many of these are the, is the casual aside of, yeah, you know, he went to prison for a while. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, in our world, that does not lower your esteem to me. I can tell you that. All. Might even do the opposite. Might do the opposite. Might exactly. do the opposite. Bob Martin, the fourth name, the Babe Ruth of this industry, Bob Martin inducted into the Sports Gambling Hall of Fame. That will be August 8th through 11th at Bet Bash, and he will have someone uh, accepting the honor in, on his behalf, of course. Mm-hmm. Name number five on the other side with Chrissy Andrews exclusively right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander. Uh, usually I read a bunch of tweets at this time, but we're doing obviously the Sports Gambling Hall of Fame. You don't want to read that one tweet? The one? No, I don't want to read the one. I do not. Some of these are so funny. We'll read some of these tomorrow, but it just seems out of place right now. Stuff that Kelly and I were talking about in previous segments. Uh, I will read this one text, not that one text, but another text. Oh, uh, Felica said a very special Moesha. He said. <laughs> Who said <laughs> that? Felica. Felica yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So this is, if you're tuning in again, Sports Gambling Hall of Fame. And it is a very special kicking it with Chrissy. Uh, because uh, Spanky was on yesterday, and uh, we have the honor, I have the honor, and Chrissy has the honor, to uh, name the fourth and fifth names that are being inducted to the Sports Gambling Hall of Fame at Bet Bash 3 in August, August 8th through 11th at Circa, betbash.co for all the information. So you just mentioned Bob Martin as the fourth name to go in, and now mm. name number five is someone you knew even better than that. I probably knew them both pretty good. You know, so if I call Bob... Uh, 
Babe Ruth. What would I call this guy? Jeez, uh, let me think. Ty Cobb, maybe. Okay. Like right around that same. And we're going to announce it. Jackie gone. Jackie who, gone. Jackie gone. Who I had, you know, such great pleasure to meet. And again, when my uncle Jack uh, was, you know, taking us to lunch, you know, Bob was there. Some other guys who, you know, whose names are unfortunately going to be lost to history unless we get them in to the Sports Gambling Hall of Fame. We, you know, but there's only so many we put in every year. Guys like Bob Black, Joe Snyder, Bobby Brent, great names. But uh, another guy who was often at those lunches was Jackie Gone. And I knew Jackie gone before I knew he had this kid named Michael who was you know, starting up some casinos. And, you know, I, little did I know how uh, how influential the gone family would be in my life. You know, but Jackie was one of those guys. And I got like I said, I was, you know, 14, 15, you know, till I was you know, in college, you know, going to these lunches and smart enough to keep my mouth shut and listen to these guys who just were. Like I said, I, I don't I don't care what field of study you're in, you know, maybe medicine, but other than that. There's no way you could get the depth of knowledge I had just from just from listening to these guys who were, you know, the 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 fathers of this industry and Jackie, and Jackie and I just kind of you know hit it off. We liked each other, you know. But Jackie was that kind of way with a lot of people. I don't want to make me sound like all that special. Jackie was a very gregarious person, and uh, when I was working for Michael at the Barbary Coast. I, you know, I, I did a stint on Graveyard for a while, but then I was doing swing shift. I was kind of like the swing shift supervisor. And I had a lot of responsibility kind of that I went into in uh, one of my books, which by the way, are we going to mention one of my books? We We're absolutely gonna... should mention your books. Um, multiple books. Okay. Which order would you like to say? But first well, let's of all, start then one day because there's then... some stories in there. Absolutely. So you, you were kind enough for years to come on the Beating the Book podcast, and we did something called Story Time at yeah. the end of Guessing Lines. Okay. And it became wildly popular. Like, no one cared about the Guessing Lines part after a while because <laughs> your stories were so great. And story and those were the, it's basically the audio version of yeah. Then One Day, which you added yeah. stories to. So Then One Day, followed by Then One Year. Yeah. Which, was which is more book. for people in our industry, I'd say. It was the year of COVID, which I yeah. didn't intend that to happen, but it did. And then, of course, my novel, Adelphos Adelphos Mool, Adelphos Mool, which, Adelphos I, which I'm very proud of the novel. You know, Your novel uh, was great, by the yeah, way. Yeah, thank you. I pre The reviews yeah. have been great. I just need to get it out there more into the public, and yeah. I'm trying to do that. But then but, one day, just that we, yeah, we triggered this at a break, then one day has a lot of these Bob Martin and Jackie yeah, Gone yeah. tales. By the way, and I just happened to talk to my daughter, because I knew I was doing this show, so I'm talking to my daughter yesterday. My daughter, Jackie. Not named after Jackie Gone, uh, named after my Uncle Jackie. But she knows a story involving Jackie Gone and Bob Martin, and I've told her, you are permitted to tell that story at my funeral because there's no one alive right now besides me <laughs> and her, too, that knows this story. So we're not getting that story. You're not getting that story. <laughs> but I said at my funeral, and if anybody's there at my funeral, hopefully it's not going to be for a while, but my daughter Jackie has a story that she's permitted to tell at my funeral involving Jackie and Bob and Another guy. By the way, your your funeral will occur after you are inducted into this Sports Gambling Hall of Fame one day. Yeah, Let me just not say going that. There. No, I know you're yeah, not, I'm but not. I will. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Jackie gone, so we got a little historical so perspective on Bob Jackie, Martin. Yeah. Yeah. So Jackie, when I was working swing shift at the Barbary Coast, Jackie would have dinner with, you know, Michael or Kenny Epstein or Frank Toady, who were uh, Michael's partners, Tito Taberti. He would have dinner with one of them or all of them, you know, a couple times a week. 
but he'd always come in first and he'd pull up a stool right next to me and just start talking about the business. You know, he'd show me this or that. I, you know, I, I, this is the way I deal with this guy. And I mean, the guys he was dealing with, you know, guys like Michael Jack, guys like Bob Martin, guys like Billy Baxter, Billy Walters. I mean, <laughs> other names that are, you know, just resonating through, uh, through our industry as, as great, great men. And Jackie, you know, he told me, he says, you know, I mean, listen, you're not going to hold five, 6% booking of these guys. He says, if I could squeeze out like 1%, you know, that's pretty good, you know, and, and this guy, you know, he, he would deal with like a lot of half times. Jackie was really one of the first guys to deal with half times. One of the first guys to deal with money lines. Jackie was one of the first to do that kind of stuff. Bob would set the line as far as like for the game, but Jackie was, you know, Jackie was more innovative than Bob. And, and Jackie the, was what? I just missed the details. He, he, did he run? What did he run? Ultimately? He, he was, he was, uh, he ran the El Cortez. Mm -hmm. he, that was where he kind of made his bones essentially. But Jackie had pieces of the union Plaza. I believe he had a piece of Churchill Downs. I'm not sure about that. Uh, Jackie had, he was with Mel expert in the Las Vegas club and Jackie and Mel were the first ones to use the run line in baseball, the run wow. and a half. And Jackie would sit there and talk to me. He says, you know, you realize a run and a half is much more valuable, you know, in a game where the total's six and a half as, a, as opposed to when the game, when the total's 10, we didn't have Colorado in those days. So, you know, 10 was about the highest, uh, you know, the, the, the total would be. And totals were kind of a new thing at the time too. So all this was just kind of being explored at the time uh, for, for things that we just take for granted now. We take all this stuff. Take all granted. this for it granted. All it's got to start somewhere. somewhere. You know, and yeah. Jackie was, you know, on, on the cusp of starting it. Like I said, before Jackie dealt halftimes, I don't know anybody else that did. There probably were somebody, but I don't know who that would be. We have a picture here. This is uh, of, of Jackie gone here at the chalkboard. And as we were talking about off air, for those who wonder where does the term chalk come from when we talk about favorites, literally put up lines using a blackboard and a yeah. piece of chalk. And so favorites over the years suddenly, yeah. you know. It went we, from six to six and a half to seven. To, yeah. Oh, where's the chalk? Oh, that's they keep right. betting the favorite. Oh, big, you know, boy. Is that how you remember him change. looking like that? Is that how you remember him? Or this is in his older years? No, that's how I remember yeah. Jackie. And by the way, that, that picture is like right yeah. at the doorstep of my office right there. You know, you can come and see it. And Jackie did where where was the where was the space station you know? <laughs> those are things that Jackie did. And by the way, Jackie He would put that up as a, as a Oh yeah, he put that up till gaming made him take it down, you know. <laughs> That's great. Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but what but Jackie you? didn't care. They did okay, yeah. a quick Jackie Gaunt story Please. that you know, I'll try to get this in. So when I worked for Warren Nelson up at the Cal Neva. Warren and Jackie were tremendous friends. As a matter of fact, that's how I got the job at Cal Neva. Jackie recommended me. Anyway, Warren one day pulls me aside, and you know, this is when I became an owner and stuff. And he says, "Okay, listen to me. Whenever you're checking out uh, people's credits, you go through all your procedure, check the bank statements and everything else. Then take a step back and look at the guy's shoes. If a guy's got crappy shoes on, I don't care what the bank statement says. He's not a good credit risk." 
But I'm telling you right now, that does not work for Jackie Gone. Jackie Gone might have his shoes taped together with masking tape or duct tape. He goes, but if Jackie's here and I'm not, you need Jackie can have anything he wants. You, you have my permission to give Jackie anything. That, and Jackie was just that kind of a character. You know, he really, I've, you know, he drove like an old beat-up pickup truck or Jeep or something like Didn't that. Didn't care about such things. No. <laughs> he wore suits and, like, Warren, would, Warren was like an immaculate dresser. Opened up Jackie's, and it had the name, I think, was Ed Lee. <laughs> Where'd you get this? Oh, this is my dead brother-in-law. Because we were the same size, so I just took all his suits. Ed Lee. <laughs> I think that was the name. That's awesome. And he I have will, another one, too, but we'll never get it in on time. Well, we got to run. But he, he will be inducted by your cousin. Oh, who? No, 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 no. He will be inducted by Michael Gaughan. By Michael Gaughan. By Michael, of course, by Michael Gaughan. Absolutely. Bob Martin, Jackie Gone, names four and five in the Sports Gambling Hall of Fame. Again, inducted at Bet Bash this summer, August 8th through 11th, betbash.co. Thank you, Chrissy, as always. Oh, my pleasure. And we'll induct more names over the coming weeks. Yeah. Chrissy Andrews, who knew them all, a giant in his own right. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 